welcome to Rum Cake to Happiness, a podcast where we highlight mental health, mainly within the Black and immigrant communities. We discuss how we all navigate through life while trying to balance a healthy mind and a happy heart. Each episode, we dive into discussions that impact us mentally. We offer practical advice and always encourage educating ourselves for better understanding. Our hope is to bring awareness and to help change the stigma associated with mental illness. My name is Carlene Ross. I am your host, a certified life coach specializing in mental health and well-being. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on episode number six. I wanted to thank everyone, uh, first and foremost, for uh, those who reached out to me last week. Last week, we had episode five, and it was a difficult topic. We talked about teenage suicide and um, the fact that I had someone I knew personally who had just lost their 16-year-old daughter. So, It was a sad episode, um, but it needed to be covered, and I definitely appreciate those who have reached out. Um, And I hope that, again, people took value from what was said and um, can definitely use those resources and uh, thought process. So, thank you again. On this episode, um, episode number six... Um, we are going to talk about something interesting. So we all know that the U.S. elections will be coming up shortly. Everybody knows it's a global thing. And, you know, there's been a lot of upsets and a lot of, um, if you're watching the news, you can see that there's all kinds of things going on over there. There's racial division. Um, you know, police are definitely, um, there's a problem with the policing in most of the states where there's a lot of racial profiling. And so the country seems like it's very divided racially right now. And you have a sitting president president who, from what I can tell, you know, doesn't seem to care very much. Um, and so there's a lot of upset about what's going on over there. And globally, we are definitely watching the election to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. So now... Our topic for today is not about the U.S. election because we're not talking about that. This is not a political platform. I am not a political analyst, um, but I definitely have my own views and opinions on what I see. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about this because ever since the president has been, the current president has been in power, um, this word has come up quite often. And the word is narcissist. Now, I am not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't label people. But I do know that when I watch the current president, you know, whether it be an interview or he's standing on stage delivering a speech, whatever it is that he's saying, um, I can definitely see traits of a narcissist. And so I wanted to talk about that, but I wanted to take it to a personal level. So, you know, getting politics out of the way, I wanted to talk about how to recognize a narcissist and how to deal with them. So that is what our topic is going to be today. So first and foremost, 
I wanted to give you the, um, the meaning of what a narcissist is. So a narcissist has an inflative sense of self-importance, a deep need for constant admiration and attention, appears confident but has a vulnerable self-esteem complex that cannot accept criticism. So just by reading that, I mean, there is nothing good in that explanation or that, you know, definition of a narcissist. And I feel like there's probably people in our life that maybe fit the bill. Um, you know, we're going to talk about first people that could potentially fit the bill who are not necessarily in our inner circle, but people that we know and have to deal with. So I'm going to um, go through a few of the personality traits uh, or I should say character traits um, of a narcissist. And I've got 10 listed down here, okay? Now, I should say also that a narcissist, um, typically, what do they have here? 75% of narcissists are men. So it's not to say that women cannot be narcissistic, but the majority definitely are men. So again, I'm going to read you the definition. An inflated sense of self-importance, a deep need for constant admiration and attention, appears confident, but has a vulnerable self-esteem complex that cannot accept criticism. Okay, so not to take it back to politics, but definitely, as I mentioned before, um, you know, the current sitting president of the United States, um, that word is thrown around quite often. Uh, narcissist. And I've always said, you know, that from what I can see is that he definitely does not play well in the sandbox. I always say, you know, he's the king of the castle and we're all the dirty rascals. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's typically what I feel about him when he is on television talking or woeing or whatever he's doing. So anyway, we're going to, um, we're going to talk about the characteristics. Okay. And the first one that we've got written down here is lack of empathy, which is a really important one because people naturally have empathy for people. You know, if you see someone that's upset, if you know that someone is going through a difficult time, you know, we have empathy, you know, we want to um, console them and we just feel sorry for what they're going through. And a narcissist simply does not have that ability to have empathy. So, you know, I don't know if he, if he sees, you know, one of his considered good friends crying, you know, really upset, something tragic has happened, um, and they're just super upset about it, rather than having empathy, they don't have that. They're looking at them like, okay, it happened, like, get over it, you know, like, things happen. There's just no empathy. And it can come off as obviously being very cold, um, not caring. Um, and it's just not, uh, it's just a terrible thing to have somebody in your life who has, you know, a lack of empathy. So that definitely is one of the characteristics. Another characteristic to think about is a conversation hogger. 
So, you know, you're having a conversation, whether it's one-on-one or whether you're in a group, a narcissist will actually take over the conversation. They will find a way to take over the conversation and to bring it back to them. Because what do they enjoy more than speaking about themselves? This gives them a stage and it allows them to fabricate or inflate you know, anything that has happened or whatever your topic or discussion is about, it gives them the ability or the the stage to um, make themselves look even better. And so they'll hog the conversation and not allow other people to talk or to have their viewpoints. So that's one thing. That's another thing to look at. Um, Another character trait we have here is self-importance. A narcissist feels that they are very important, okay? Like nothing good in the world would happen if they weren't involved. So they carry um, a self of importance. And you will often see that when they walk into a room, you know, their presence is felt. They have a certain air about them. Because in in their minds, they truly believe that they are extremely important, should be taken notice of, and should be treated as such. So feeling that they have a high sense of importance comes very naturally to them, okay? Um... Yeah. (laughs) So another one that we have here is false image projection. So false image projection really means that they do everything they can to give people the impression that they have um, a fabulous life, that they are a wonderful person, that whatever they do, whatever they own, whatever they have, it's top-notch, top-level, okay, Um, and that there are no imperfections. So they give this false image because they look at people to adore them. They want to be seen as, um, you know, the perfect person, and they want people to basically idolize them because they are so amazing. So they, they create this false image you know, and this is what they walk around with because they firmly believe in their minds that they are what they project. So that is another very interesting personality trait. Um, All right, so the next one is charming. So as disturbing as my list has been so far, Um, narcissists are really charming. They can be very charming people. You know, if they see something that they want or they see someone that they are interested in, they will say and do anything to ensure that they win the prize. Whether the prize be, you know, a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, whether it be a job title, whatever it might be, they can be extremely charming and they will say and do what they need to do in order to um, to get that. Now, in saying that, by being charming, the next characteristic is manipulation. So by being charming, they're actually manipulating the situation or the person 
to believe that they are sincere and they're doing what they need to in order to win or to be successful in what they are looking to get. Okay, so manipulation is a huge thing with someone who is narcissistic. Now, manipulating can be on a whole bunch of different levels, right? Um, it can make you definitely question yourself and it can make you, um, you know, kind of feel that, you know, am I going crazy? Like what's happening? It's, it's. When you're in the space of a narcissist who constantly manipulates you, manipulates a situation, it really does kind of take away um, your ability to maybe stand firm in your truth, you know? So you have to definitely be careful and mindful when you are speaking to people who are constantly you know, doing and saying things that you know they're attempting to manipulate the situation or attempting to manipulate you. Um, that can definitely break you down. So that's that's important. Um, another characteristic is controlling. So narcissists are very controlling. They always want to be in control. Nobody should be leading the pack but them. So whether it's a coworker who always has to, you know, be the one to suggest things or run the meeting or take over the presentations, whatever it is, or if it's, you know, a family friend or a personal relationship, narcissists are very controlling. They want to ensure that everyone listens to them, they take the lead, and there's no backseat driving when you're a narcissist. You're always in the front. They want things done a certain way. And you need to uphold that, right? So that's another thing. Um, another characteristic is blame. So what they tend to do is they tend to shift blame, right? Um, it kind of goes hand in hand with manipulating. Um, so, you know, for instance, you're having an argument with them and they make you super upset and you are like, you're such, you know, an idiot. I can't stand you. You make me sick. The things that you say to me really piss me off, whatever it is. And you're sobbing and you're crying. This is, you know, let's say that this is an intimate relationship and you're really, really upset. Um, the blame factor, what they will do is basically turn it around on you and make you feel like you're the one who's wrong, make you feel that you're upset and you're crying and you're angry because of you. Nothing that I've done. Look at yourself. Look at what you're doing. You're crying. You're sobbing. Pathetic. You know? Um, so blaming, shifting blame and deflecting is a huge thing that narcissists do. And like I said, whether it is an intimate relationship or, you know, an outer circle relationship, this person constantly shifts the blame because nothing is ever a narcissist's fault. Nothing is ever wrong that they do. And it's always the people around them that should absorb the blame. So those are, I guess, the top 10 things that we see in narcissists. Um, I want to say that for intimate relationships, narcissists are extremely unloyal. 
So you have to feel that you have to look at it in a way that, you know, like I said, they can be extremely charming and they can say and do whatever needs to be said and done when they have their eye on the prize because they need to get that, whether it's most beautiful girl, you know, best job, best car, whatever it is, they will say and do whatever they need to do. However, after they have you in an intimate relationship, you know, you're dating, perhaps you're married, whatever the situation, that feeling of fullness is only there for a moment. So they are, you know, they 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 were challenged in getting you. They finally get you. You're theirs. And now the the excitement is gone. So they're constantly chasing the next best thing. So what happens? You'll find that a lot of narcissists will cheat on their spouses or cheat on people in their intimate relationship because they are constantly searching for the next best thing to fill that void. So that is definitely um, another really bad trait in having a relationship with someone who is considered to be a narcissist. So... I'm going to um, just go over a couple of ways that we can deal with someone who we believe is a narcissist. And again, you know, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't label people, but I can definitely have my opinion on, you know, people based on how they behave themselves and their actions. Um, and so even if you don't know that, yeah, yeah, this person's probably a narcissist, if they have these traits or some of these traits, they're just not a nice person, right? So I'm going to give you a couple of ways to combat anybody with these personality traits. So the first thing is to minimize your contact. So who wants to be around a person who are const who's constantly, you know, displaying these types of actions? Who wants to be around a person who is just arrogant and full of themselves? So minimize the amount of time that you spend with them, you know? So if it is on your outer circle and, you know, you have to deal with them from time to time or you have to deal with them on a business level, you just minimize the amount of time that you spend with them. Don't give them a lot of your time. They're not worth it. The second thing I would say is to, when you are, you know, forced to have them in your space, is to minimize or keep your conversation short. So, okay, I have to be in their space, but I don't need to talk their face off or allow them to talk my face off. So... I would say to keep the conversations very short, be very pointed about why you're having the conversation and move on. Another thing I would suggest is not to feed into their ego by giving them compliments. Oh my gosh, narcissists love to be complimented. You feed their ego. Why would you do that? They have the ego of a thousand people. <laughs> So they really don't need any more feeding of their ego. And by doing that, you fill them up. And that's not what we want to do. We're not condoning those types of actions or behaviors. Um, another thing is, I say, is do not ignore their criticism, but call them on it. You know, let them know that you have an opinion when they say things or do things that you know are not right or you know that impact you. You call them on it and you let them know 
that you don't, you know, tolerate that kind of behavior. Don't speak to me like that or whatever the situation might be. You call them on what they do. They do not like to be challenged, first of all. And I think you'll find that if it's in a social setting or, you know, a business setting and this person is constantly just downright rude and saying and doing things that are not cool. If you are constantly challenging them and calling them on that, you'll find that eventually they just ignore you. They don't want to be around you because you challenge them and they don't like that. They have nothing to say to you because you are not buying into how fabulous they are or how right they are, right? So that's another thing that I would suggest. Um... Oh, yes. I would also suggest not to seek their approval or their validation. When a narcissist knows that it matters to you, that they care about you, or that they validate you or what you do, oh my gosh, that is like feeding into them like nothing else. They will never give you the validation that you're looking for. And I feel that... Sometimes, you know, if you're in a constant relationship with someone who's narcissistic, um, you know, like a daily coworker or whatever, or if you're in a personal relationship, they can definitely strip you down. I mean, you could have met this person when you were a strong, independent individual, lived your life, did your own thing, you know, felt assured in everything you did. And then all of a sudden you meet this person and what they do is strip at you and they peel back the, peel back the layers every day. They're stripping you down, stripping you down until you find yourself, you know, kind of like, what's going on? You know, you lose yourself, um, you lose your, your self-love, your self-esteem, you question yourself, you don't have the confidence that you have before because you've allowed this person to enter into a personal space. You've allowed them to impact you mentally that it takes away and it strips away at who you were. And so it's so important that you let them know that you don't need their validation. You don't need their approval. Once you recognize that this person is not the right person to be around or that this person doesn't, you know, deserve to be around you, doesn't deserve your space, then you take that power back because really that's what it is, is they strip you of your power and they want you to completely codepend on them because you're nothing without them, right? Is their train of thought. So do not seek their approval or their validation. So another thing that I would probably say is that, you know, being involved with a narcissist on a personal level can have um, a lot of damage to someone. It can cause a lot of damage to someone. So if you're in an intimate relationship with this type of personality, um, I mean, I would first of all say, that it's not a healthy relationship um, and you probably need to end the relationship and after ending the relationship you need to seek professional help because if you are in an intimate relationship with a true narcissist you will need to be repaired 
you will need to rebuild yourself. And so I would suggest strongly that you seek out professional help, maybe talk therapy, which is always great. I promote that 100%. Um, but also invest in yourself, you know, self-help, whether it's an online community for a support group, whether you hire a personal coach, um, like a life coach to kind of, you know, bring you back and give you the tools and the resources that you need to start rebuilding your self-esteem and rebuilding who you are, you know, um, I think that's super important because when, like I said, when you're involved on a personal level or intimately with someone, um, who is truly narcissistic, they do damage, like they leave scars and that is not fair to you. It's not fair to the people who are in your life or who, you know, want to be in your space because what happens, it's a, it's a domino effect, right? So you have somebody who you've been dealing with who's narcissistic. They've treated you a certain way. You change who you are and you become this, this other person, which now impacts other people around you who are in your space. And so, um, because it's a domino effect, it's definitely something that needs to be treated. You can't leave yourself broken. You can't leave yourself scarred. There is, um, help and you can definitely, um, be well again with help. Now, if you are dealing with someone, like I said, who's on your outer circle and you realize like, damn, you know what? I think this guy's narcissistic. Like these things, you know, if this person has five, six, seven, or all of these traits, you're definitely dealing with someone who's a narcissist. Okay. And it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to know um, that you have that kind of people around you and don't, you don't have to tolerate it. You don't need to allow them in your space. Um, one thing I wanted to say is there is, um, I guess definitely similarities between a narcissist, a psychopath and a sociopath, but they're different things. Um, so the way I understand it though, is that all narcissists, are not psychopaths, but all psychopaths are narcissists. So that kind of tells you um, the level of a personality, um, you know, that it could be. And definitely people who are narcissistic, I mean, they could be different levels, right? They can have a few of these character traits and, you know, be livable, you know, you can be around them, tolerate them in small dosages. They can be mid-level or they can be very severe. And, um, you know, neither, neither level is good to have around you because what they do is they suck your energy right out of you. They suck your confidence. They suck anything that they can out of you and, um, you know, leave you to kind of fend for yourself. So again, if you are thinking that you know of anyone who could be this type of personality, not good people to have around you, I would strongly suggest that you find ways to minimize your contact or just walk away if you can, for sure. All right. So that being said, um, I hope that this was, you know, um, good information 
and I hope that you guys can think about what we talked about or if you know someone who might be dealing with a narcissist who is not aware that they're dealing with someone like this, maybe, you know, share the podcast. That's what we're here for. And we like to educate people. We like to keep people in the know and, you know, give them resources and tools to live their best life. No one has the right to um, negatively, you know, trash you or impact you. So you need to take your power back and you need to ensure that you're aware of what this person is about, what they're attempting to do and stop that from happening because you have the power to do that. So I hope this topic was helpful and um, I would love it if you would subscribe, you know, drop in once a week with us. We always have what I think are great topics, different things. And you can also send me, you know, an email and let me know what you guys want to hear. If there's certain topics you want me to talk about, I would love to hear your feedback. So thank you so much again for spending your quality time with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed episode number six. Until next time.